easier on Instagram than it is on Facebook. So Facebook recently updated, I don't know if, if any of you use Facebook Live, but it recently updated and it's just like incredibly complicated to go live. You have to go through all of these crazy steps and uh, I had to jump through some hoops. But I am here now and we are live and I just wanna make sure that I can see comments from everybody. Give a little wave to everybody joining in here. And I just want to make sure that I can see my comments on. Um, oh, come back. Come back. Where did my live video go? There I am. Okay, perfect. I'm still looking for my comments, though. Give me a minute. Hey, Shelby. Good to see you. <laughs> And good to see you, Alice, by the way. Welcome to the circle. So I'm just messing with my, because I do, um, I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to get my Facebook to uh, set up at the same time. And it's going, but I'm not seeing comments. Okay, I think they're there. Yay. Okay, so we're just going to wait maybe a couple of minutes. Make sure everybody is here live if they want to be. And I'm also going to adjust my, um, okay, I don't know what's going on with Facebook. One more time <laughs> while we are waiting. Should work. Okay, I'm just going to roll with it. It'll either work on Facebook or it won't. And honestly, sorry, Facebook, I'm more excited about being live on Instagram now. So hey to my Instagram people and also hello to Facebook. I know some of you are avid Facebook um, people as well. So I'm trying to reach both platforms here. Okay, I think that we will go ahead and get started. You know what? One more thing. Nope, I don't have to do this. So one thing about last moon circle is I had a little bit of a tech hiccup, but I learned a new way to save my audio uh, for my podcast, which also saves my battery on my electronics. So, okay, I think we're good to go. I think we've got audio going, video going, Facebook, Instagram going. We're ready to start our new moon circle. I always like to start with a few deep breaths just to help ground us in, slow us down, help us to check in with our energy. So let's do that. Let's find a comfortable seat wherever you are, wherever feels good. Find your spine, sit tall in your posture or stand or whatever you're doing. Just find a way to stack your spine because that's where the breath moves, right? All the way down that hollow channel. And then when you're ready, deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. Just kind of let it go, shake it out. We're going to do that again. Deep breath in. And out, maybe some sound, loosen up. And then one more time, and if you'd like to sweep your arms overhead and join me, inhale overhead. Exhale, ground back in. Just take a moment to welcome yourself to this circle as I welcome you as well. And if this is your first time tuning in to me, I'll just introduce myself. My name is Vina Lene Rachel. I am a moon priestess, an intuitive, a channeler of the divine, and I do host these free virtual moon circles every full and new moon, at least every full and new moon 
that I can. And I've been doing this for almost four or five years now at this point, four to five years, somewhere in there. Um, and I really enjoy it. I just love to check in with people in the virtual world, check in on the ether and talk about the moon, talk about astrology and the cosmos, and just let you know a little bit about what's going on. This is also a great space if you know nothing about the moon, because I always tell you a little bit about what that new moon and full moon energy mean. I'm also going to talk tonight about the new moon in Virgo. So we'll discuss what a new moon is, that lunar energy of the first day of the cycle of the moon. And we'll also talk about Virgo's influence on this moon. We'll also touch base on the solar season of Virgo since we're in that sign right now. Shout out to all of my Virgos on the transmission, by the way, if you're a Virgo sun, moon, or rising, feel free to put that in the comments and let us know. Um, what else can I talk about tonight? Well, we're going to talk about Vedic astrology, so I'll touch base on the eastern perspective of the moon, and we're going to do some breathing practices. We're going to do a little bit of a um, meditation to welcome in the guides and guardians of our circle, and we'll talk about some other astrological events going on right now. So I welcome you into the circle, in whether this is your first time or your 20th time, or you know maybe you're just starting to learn about the moon, or you know a lot about it, but you just want to check in, I welcome you. Let's talk a little bit more about it all. Somebody's walking by the window. So I leave the window cracked because I'll be smudging in a moment. And I want that smoke to leave. But whoever it is, they're uh, talking kind of loud. So I'm going to let them pass while I open my uh, probiotic drink here. <laughs> by the way, feel free to make yourself comfortable here, right? Like this is a casual space. We're just going to hang out. We're going to chat in the comments. We're going to talk about the energy right now, but have something to drink. Maybe have something to write with if you want to take notes. Just find ways to make yourself comfortable. That started to fizz, so I had to, I had to move it out a little bit. So it's been a little bit of a busy day for me. I had a uh, all-day event today. I was at a local pagan fest, and I was uh, not only there with a, a vendor table with all of my bath and body products that I sell with Sacred Bath Botanica, but I also did an astrology workshop this year. And um, it's interesting that it fell on this new moon in Virgo because my Venus is in Virgo. And Venus is the planet of kind of like how you earn money or how you bring pleasure into your life. And I really enjoy talking about the moon, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> I really enjoy talking about astrology. And today I was able to do that. Um, kind of as work, which was really cool, but I've had kind of a busy day, so we're just going to continue with the vibe, talking about the moon and talking about astrology tonight, and I want to start by talking about just what a new moon is. So a new moon is a time when our moon is on day one of its cyclical journey. So the moon cycles about every 29 and a half-ish days, and it shifts signs about every two to three days, but during that 29 and a half day journey, it's going to go through all of those phases of crescent moon, half moon, full moon, and back around again. Right now we're in that dark phase where you can't really see anything outside if you tried to find the moon. So the new moon happens on day one of the lunar cycle, and we hold that dark energy 
for about three to four days. We typically feel the energy of the new moon for about two days before and after as well. So we've probably been feeling this for a couple of days now. The new moon peaked last night or kind of in the middle of the night, depending on where you are in the world. And today is the official first day of that lunar cycle. Now tonight, as we're meeting, the new moon is rising in day two of its cycle, or maybe even day three if you're on the eastern side of the world. But wherever you are, because you're in those first three days of the moon, you're still in this new moon energy. Now, from an astronomical perspective, putting astrology aside, if I was the earth, my earthly human body, and over here where this light is, you know, if that was the sun, then the moon would be over here in the same spot as the sun. And when that happens, it actually blocks the light of the sun. And so that's why we can't see the moon right now. That's why in two weeks, when the moon moves to the other side and it's opposite of the sun, we'll be able to see it again. So that's the energy of a new moon, and that's why we can't see it. That's why it's dark outside. And also the moon affects our energy. So the moon affects gravity, and we're made mostly of water. We know the moon affects the oceans and the tides. So we're going to be affected a little bit by the lunar energy as well. Anytime that we're in new moon energy, we are more grounded. We're less pulled up in into the moon, there's less attention on the moon. So we're having more of a earthly experience or an earthly human experience. And a lot of times because gravity is a little bit stronger on earth, we may feel pulled down into our emotions or our human experience or just kind of the collective of the human experience and what's going on right now. A lot of times we're in those lower frequency feelings as well. So you might be feeling a little sad, a little anxious, a little lethargic, tired, unmotivated. You might be in some of those anger or fiery energies as well. But more of the lower frequencies, lower than the heart chakra, those are things that tend to rise up during a new moon. And it's just because there's more darkness around us and we as human beings are ruled by the sun. So when we have less solar energy, we're a little, you know, we're a little bit low sometimes. And you can think about like in the winter time, we have seasonal affective disorder. Sometimes when people don't get enough sunlight, they get sad disorder and they literally are sad and depressed. So that's an example of the energy and how it affects us from the sun's perspective. But right now, again, we're not getting as much of that solar energy reflected back on us. So we're feeling more of that earthly human experience and feeling a little bit more in our feels. It's perfectly normal if you're feeling that way, by the way. You can just blame it on the moon. So I'm going to take a quick drink. Like I said, I've done a lot of talking today, and I've just got to wet my throat chakra a little bit more before we move on. Okay, so if you have any questions about the new moon in general, please put it in the comments, but otherwise we are going to move on and we're going to talk about the particular influence of Virgo with this moon right after we bring in the elements of our circle and after we call in the guides and the guardians because it's going to really segue into this Virgo energy that we're going to talk about. So every moon circle, I always have some elements with me, and I know you might not be able to see these unless you're on the Instagram transmission. I'll try to adjust my camera here, and I don't even know if this is transmitting on Facebook, by the way, because I have this little message telling me my camera speed isn't quick enough, although it's like a perfectly 
brand new good camera so I'm not sure what's going on there but I will bring the elements to the camera regardless but you can kind of see in front of me I've got my little um tray here my little ritual tray and all my little elements here I like to bring in the elements because we are having this earthly human experience. Our moon is relative to our earthly planet. So as we tune into the energy beyond our sphere, beyond this globe, we also need to tune into the energy that's here on this planet that we can use. And we take in the five elements in order to do so. So I always start with the earth element. I'm going to start with crystals tonight some crystals some rocks at literally some rocks actually I'll start with this rose rock right here so this is an Oklahoma rose rock I'm using that for a couple of reasons number one it's a rose rock so it just looks like a rose showing that to my Facebook people and then back to Instagram so if you have a rose rock this is a great crystal to use right now during this lunar energy because it looks like a rose and it's grounding earth energy so it's something beautiful that's formed literally out of rock clay and mud but it has an energy about it because it has this certain geometrical construct now i have a rose rock from oklahoma because that's where i am from shelby it, if you're still on here it's so funny that you're here tonight because you're going to see that tonight's energy is all about ancestors and lineage and shelby is my cousin <laughs> And so it's just kind of funny that you're on here tonight. But yes, there is this energy of ancestral influence tonight. We're going to talk about that. So if you have maybe a rock or stone or crystal from a particular place where you are from, you might want to have that energy with you tonight. You might also want to have a rose rock because it's in the shape of a rose. And the rose is very symbolic of Virgo energy. We're going to talk more about that later. So I have a rose rock tonight. I also have desert rose selenite and i love desert rose selenite selenite is moonstone by the way it will dissolve in water so you don't want to get it wet you can see how it has this rose like formation in it and there it goes my camera it focused in see my camera's working i don't know what's telling me it's not slow enough but whatever so selenite right moonstone we're working with this new moon in virgo and we're working with a moon type of stone that is rose shaped so again anything rose shaped you could bring in tonight and i really like to use desert rose selenite because it helps to charge all of my other crystals and my energy as well oh i spoke too soon i uh my camera stopped <laughs> on facebook I'm not even going to worry about it. For some reason, it's just being a little bit slow. I don't know if it's going to let me go live or not. So whatever. I still got it on Instagram. Okay. So the other stone that we work with, Rose Quartz. Oh, now it's going to try to work again, of course. Let's see if it'll let me go live again real quick. That's hilarious. As I said, it wouldn't work and then it works. Okay, so rose quartz is the final crystal that you wanna work with. So if you have any rose quartz, it's a pretty common stone to find. I suggest working with that one as well. You can um, work with any form of rose quartz. So I have a double terminated little miniature wand here. 
show that to the Instagram fam now that you guys are back. And then I also have a pendulum. I don't actually have it on a string right now, but I have this rose quartz pendulum as well. So anything rose quartz, again, because we're relating to that rose energy, I suggest working with that tonight. Okay, the other earth energy is I always bring in some sort of smudging material, and tonight I am working with white sage. Now, I always want to say when working with white sage, if you are also working with it, you want to make sure that you're sourcing it from an ethical place, from a sustainable place, from a place that's not harming culture or the land. White sage is grown a lot of times on indigenous lands, and because it's such a popular smudging material, a lot of times it can be harvested from indigenous land without permission or we might just be over harvesting it or taking it from places where we shouldn't so always make sure that any of your smudging materials white sage palo santo whatever you're burning make sure that it's coming from a good place a sustainable place an ethical place you know virgo energy this new moon in virgo virgo is an energy of purity so we want to be working with materials that are very pure and carry a pure energy with them as well so I'm going to use this white sage, another earth energy, and I'm going to combine that with the element of fire. So now we're bringing in our second element. And you can see that as I start to burn this, ooh, there goes the smoke right away. I was around a lot of people today. I have no doubt that it is going to burn. And also our tech kicked off on Facebook the moment that I smudged. There's an energy on Facebook that doesn't want to be here, and I am not going to fight it. So we'll just hang out on Instagram. I'll record the video and put it on YouTube. All right. So I'm going to let you receive this smoke first. And this creates our third element, by the way. This is wind or air or smoke. And this is a purifying smoke. Speaking of that purifying energy of Virgo. So I'm cleansing the tech I'm using to communicate to you with. You're also receiving this smoke through the ether, by the way, and it is really smoking, so we need to be smudged tonight. I'm going to take this around my tech as well, just to reset my webcam for the next time I want to try to use it. <laughs> and then I'm also going to take this around myself, just releasing any energies, helping to purify our spaces. And then we're just going to let that continue to burn here as it needs to. I had some extra candles, but I'm not feeling the need to light those. So I'm going to leave those over there. Sometimes I bring things in and then change my mind about what I want to use. So anytime we're using smudging materials and we're smudging our spaces I mentioned that you want to have some space where the smoke can leave so I have a window open over here and eventually the smoke as it burns out it's going to travel to that window and it's going to leave in fact I'm going to bring it a little bit closer here it's not right in my face um as the smoke comes to me no matter what the smoke will travel wherever it needs to go so that's why it's coming to me but um eventually all of this smoke will carry any um heavy energy stagnant energy anything that's stuck you know anything that's negative anything that's lower frequency it's going to move it out so it's a really good time to smudge right now during any new moon because you're tapping into those lower frequencies and kind of moving them out you're using another element to move them forward and recycle the energy it's also a good time to smudge during a new moon in Virgo because this is really helping to purify 
our spaces. And it's really smoking tonight. All right, so we're going to let that continue to burn, bringing in that element of air. See, now it's starting to move and travel out the window. It'll burn until it needs to burn no more. <laughs> it's kind of cool that way. Okay, bringing in our element of water. So moving on to the next, our water element. So I have a couple of things. The first thing I mentioned is I'm just having something to drink. So you could have water or any sort of liquid beverage. Tonight I'm actually drinking a little probiotic beverage. Virgo energy is all about the body, health, like kind of getting back in check with our health. And so taking care of our gut health is something that's really good to do right now. So I suggest drinking probiotic beverages during this new moon, but you can also drink water or whatever you want. So that's what I have here. But I also have a couple of essential oils. I always like to use aromatherapy in my moon circles because this brings in the elements of both earth and water. These are collected through steam distillation. So we have the plant energy, the earth plant energy moving into the form of water. And then we also combine that when we inhale it and smell it, we're bringing in that energy of air as well. So the first oil that I would suggest working with is rose oil, kind of going along with this theme of the rose rock, the desert rose selenite, the rose quartz, you know, the rose energy of Virgo. I suggest using rose oil. So you could use this in any way. Now, rose oil is also the highest frequency oil. So if you're feeling low frequency, not only is this the oil of the heart pulling you back into your energetic center, but this is also an oil that's going to help uplift your frequency. Anytime that we use essential oils that vibrate at a higher frequency than us, we operate at about 62 to 78 mega Megahertz. So anytime you're moving above that 78 megahertz, you're going to have a, a, an uplift in your mood whenever you use those plants or those oils. Now, if you don't have rose oil, no biggie. It's a pretty expensive oil. You could actually take rose petals. You could infuse those into your own oil. So you could take olive oil, jojoba oil, coconut oil, hemp oil. I like to use hemp jojoba or um, avocado with rose and kind of infuse the rose petals into that. But you can make your own oil. You could also simply put rose petals in your bath or you could make a rose tea. So there's a lot of different ways that you can incorporate this um, energy of rose in the form of water beyond just the essential oil. Now, I also suggest maybe using patchouli tonight. Patchouli is a grounding oil. I mentioned that we're in this Virgo energy. We're in this new moon that is a grounding energy. So why not align with the energy and get grounded with an essential oil like patchouli? Now, people either love or hate patchouli. So you could also use something like sandalwood, vetiver, frankincense, cedar wood, you know, anything that's going to bring you kind of those earthy scents if you're feeling the need to connect to that energy. I mentioned that you might be feeling a little anxious right now. Sometimes we feel anxious during new moons and when we're anxious, we're not grounded. So this is a good time to ground back in. We also want to work with a lot of earthly 
energy right now because the Virgo energy is an earth sign. And I mentioned that we have ancestral energy that we're working with right now, energy in our bloodline. So getting back to our actual earthly roots using earthly oils, that's going to help you align with this new moon in Virgo. So finally, I have the fifth element, and that's the element that we're using to connect. That is the ether. And it's the internet, it's the digital space, it's all of these connections that we have to share this energy. And the great thing I love about the ether is it moves beyond space and time. So all of these elements I've used in my circle tonight, all of these elements I've introduced to you, these crystals, these oils, this smudging smoke, you're receiving that energy. So if you don't have these materials on hand, no worries. You are also able to just soak in the energy by tuning into this digital transmission. And by the way, that is why I do these circles virtually and I don't do them in person because trust me, people ask me to. People want me to lead live moon circles. They're coming. There is one coming, so stay tuned if you want to hear about that. I'll tell you at the end of the transmission. But there are these circles that I want to do every once in a while, but I prefer the digital space because this is a really strong space to connect and make sure that we reach more people and educate more people about the cosmos and about the moon. The other thing about the ether is the energy is enhanced the more people that tune into it. So I include these replays on my YouTube and on my website. So anytime people tune into the replays on my podcast, that's going to enhance all of the energy of these elements I've brought in and any other messages that need to come through. So it's a really cool element to work with, something that we kind of, you know, give a bad rep sometime. We get so tired of social media. We get tired of the internet, you know, married to our phones. But we can also use it to raise our frequency. We can use it for good. I use the digital world for a lot of things, not only for working and to reach you guys, you guys and gals, but also to learn and to educate myself and also to tune into my own people that I like to tune into. So super powerful element to be working with and we're bringing that into our circle tonight. I just want to give a little wave to Natalie joining our circle tonight. Hey Natalie, welcome. By the way, anybody tuning in live, feel free to utilize the chat, say hi. Let us know where you're from. Let us know how you're feeling with this new moon. Let us know if you're a Virgo, sun, moon, or rising. You can hear my throat. By the way, Virgo energy is related to throat chakra. Even though it's an earth sign, Virgo energy is ruled a little bit by Mercury. Mercury right now is flanking this moon and it's affecting our throat chakras. If you've got ear, nose, throat, sinus, anything there going on, you can totally blame it on the moon and Mercury right now. I'm going to grab a drink. And we are going to call in. See the smoke, by the way. Our smudging smoke is burning no more. When it's done, it's done. And that means it's time to call in the guides and guardians of the five directions. We've now brought in the elements of the five directions. I like to go one step further and invite in any guides and guardians, any spirits, anything that's associated with these energies as well. So I'm going to drop into a quick prayer and you can just breathe and enjoy and listen in. I'm also going to take my little mini rose quartz double terminated wand. I'm going to move this 
in a clockwise direction because we are bringing in energy. And we're going to first call in the guides and guardians of the east with their element of air. Fresh breaths, new beginnings, knowing that every inhale brings us more life force and prana. And we have the power of our breath to initiate any intention that we want to bring in to our world and to our life. Knowing that that air energy is related to sound as that sound outside confirms it. We thank the guides and guardians of the element of air in the east for being in our circle tonight. We also welcome in the guides and guardians of the south with their element of fire. Fiery energy playing into this moon as it squares off with Mars right now. We may be feeling a little fiery ourselves, and we know that fire is transformative. So although we may sometimes feel angry or frustrated or impatient or one of those fiery feelings that are lower frequency, we know that we can also let that fires move up and burn out of our heart and then up into our heart's desires, and we can use that fire as a passion or an initiation to make true change. And so we thank the guides and guardians with their element of fire for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water, always knowing that the moon affects our energy, our energy and emotion, our emotion, energy and motion, that fluid energy that needs to move through sometimes. You know, being in this Virgo moon, being a little bit more stuck, we might not want to let that water flow. So we invite in the guides and guardians of the West to help us find creative ways to move the energy through. And we thank them for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the North with the element of Earth strongly influencing this Virgo new moon this moon in Maga Nakshatra ruled by our ancestors. We also are thankful for the earthly elements in our circle tonight and what energy that they bring us. We thank the guides and guardians of the North for being in our circle tonight. And finally, we welcome the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the ether, the spirit realm, the Akash, the records of all that ever was and all that ever will be. Archangels, angels, deities, ancestors that have ascended, the ascended masters, cosmic races, source consciousness, source light. We welcome it all in with whatever messages that we need to receive. We thank the guides and guardians of the ether for bringing it all through in our circle tonight. Hmm. With that, our circle is officially, officially sealed and sacred and open. And I welcome you all in. And I want to talk a little bit more about Virgo energy. So we're in the sun season of Virgo. I mentioned earlier that the new moon is aligned with the sun. Anytime that the moon and the sun are aligned, they're going to be in the same sign. We're in the solar season of Virgo, which runs from August 22nd to September 22nd. 
And this is the sign of the cosmic virgin. Here's where that purity energy comes in, right? Wholeness, purity, chasteness, completedness. Now, I want to backtrack because in modern day, a lot of times when we think about the word virgin, we think about sexual purity or being sexually chaste, right? But many moons ago, that wasn't the case. A virgin was somebody who was whole unto themselves man or woman, somebody who could have not been tempted by the external. They were usually people in holy positions, priests, priestesses, temple dwellers, those sorts of people. Nowadays, we would associate, you know, nuns and priests as people of being virgin in that holy way or that holy influence. But that wasn't necessarily the case. These men and women that worked in these holy places um, weren't necessarily sexually chaste. They just weren't tempted in any other way. They knew what they want. They knew who they were. They knew what they believed, and they could not be persuaded in any other way. And so a lot of times the virgins were put on a pedestal, and they were actually really respected. And the scene is somebody like, wow, like, no matter what, you are not shaken in your faith, in your truth in your expression of who you are. And that's the energy that we're moving into now with this new moon. So we've been in this energy since August 22nd for about five days now. But we also have this energy now with the new moon to get kind of a new beginning or a second chance to really embrace who we are and our wholeness and being accepted as we are and putting ourselves out there as we are. I mentioned that Virgo is ruled a little bit by Mercury, and Mercury is the planet of communication and expression, and Mercury is flanking this moon just on the other side in one degree of Virgo, will be shifting into, um, sorry, one degree of Libra, and will be shifting into Virgo soon. But when we have this Mercury influence, not only because it's already influencing Virgo, but because it's kind of, you know, starting to creep up on the moon right now. We feel a power to be who we are and express our truth and express who we are. You know, our throat chakra is where we hold our honesty. It's also our filter of how we move things out of our heart and into the earthly world. You know, words have power, right? Words can hurt or they can help, right? Very powerful. And that's an energy that we're in right now. So permission to be yourself just like you could have been in Leo season, which we were just in before this, but still permission to be yourself just because Mercury is so exalted right now along with Virgo. This is a time for us to find our path, kind of get back on track with the things that help us to feel more aligned in who we are and help us to speak our truth and help us to express ourselves. You know, we're wrapping up the energy of summer. This is the last zodiac season before autumn, before fall. And so this is a time to check in. You know, we usually go back to school during this time of year. It's usually a time that people start to get over their, you know, fun-loving summer behaviors and get back into healthy habits and ritual and routine. 
we get back into showing up to ourselves. We start making lists with the things we want to do and making a plan and maybe already taking action with that plan. But Virgo energy wants to organize the chaos and they're known for that. They love to organize chaos. So all of this summer energy, the summer flings, the summer fun, the summer vibes, find the little golden nuggets out of all of that, but ask yourself what you truly want to carry over into the colder months ahead. Because sometimes summer is fun, Leo energy is fun, but we don't necessarily want all of that coming over with us as we turn more within and we get back to our practices. Because, you know, we've been in a fire season. Leo's a fire season and it can be distracting because that fire is always burning. And a lot of times it's burning in multiple directions and maybe the smoke from the fire gets in our eyes and turns us a different way. But when we get back to Virgo, we're grounding back into earth energy. And it's a bit of a reality check because Virgo says, hey, that's not a sustainable way to live or that's not a sustainable behavior. Let's go ahead and start making some shifts to feel better and and get back on track with ourselves. Also a great time to start working on your dreams, your intentions, your goals. You know, anything that you've wanted to create, big projects, Leo season might have not been the time for that. The Lion's Gate portal was a time to kind of look into that stuff. But now is the time to really put action into it all. So Virgos are kind of known for needing the directions. They actually like direction. They like to have steps. They like to know how to make the thing happen. And once they have those steps or those instructions or those directions, then they move forward. And bit by bit, they make the steps. And all earth signs are like that. You know, you look at Capricorn, Capricorn energy, the sign of the goat, takes the steps up the mountain until they reach their goal. By the way, Capricorn energy arrives at the beginning of the year, or the first of the year. Another time when we start to look at our intentions and our goals, right? And then Taurus season happens in the peak of springtime when we plant seeds and we ground in and we spring clean and we kind of tend to our earthly spaces as well. So all of these earthly energies influence us in a different way, but they all ask us to kind of check in with how we're living and make sure that it's all sustainable and that it's pure. And that's where I go back to kind of, you know, sourcing your smudging materials. But, you know, even like the essential oils that you use, I source from doTERRA because I know that their oils are pure and they prove it through their um, through their science reports in lame knowledge, but their GCMS reports. And, you know, the things that you're putting on your body, they should be pure, right? No judgment if you're drinking an alcoholic beverage right now, but maybe... For every one alcoholic beverage you have, you also have a glass of water. Or maybe the next day you drink a probiotic. By the way, I love probiotic drinks like kombucha and other probiotic drinks as an alcoholic substitute. And a lot of times if I'm going to a social function and I don't want to drink because I don't drink a lot. It's just not my thing. And some of you may know I've been on a journey for about a year now on a heavy, heavy parasite cleanse. And a lot of times I've been working to detox my liver 
So speaking of virgin energy, I have a virgin liver. I have about a half a glass of wine and I literally get the spins. So I don't like to drink a lot. And so anytime I have a function where people are drinking, I'll take a probiotic beverage instead. So I still have something in my hand. It's not water. It has a nice flavor and it's actually supporting my health. So I can still be a part of the vibe and a part of the energy, but I'm not doing damage to my energy at the same time. So, you know, there are ways that we want to look into purifying what we come in contact with in this earthly human experience right now. You know, making sure that your relationships are pure, that the energy is pure and you're not having um, somebody take advantage of you or you're not taking advantage of somebody, right? Something that tends to happen in Leo season, but not so much in Virgo. Virgo is an energy of independence. Like I said, it's like wholeness and completedness. And so there is this energy of pure relationships as well. Virgos are very particular about who they befriend. Now, <clears throat> that's not to say that because they're an earth sign, they're very relatable to the earthly human experience and they probably relate to a lot of people and are friendly to a lot of people or open up have a lot of people open up to them. I wouldn't say they open up to others, but have a lot of people open up to them. But it's also a sign of being very particular about how they exchange their energy. My husband's a Virgo, so I feel like I can say this. He's very particular. He has very few friends, and his friends are the friends that he's had for life, or they're friends that are very, very close to him. <laughs> and I always joke that also things about Virgo being this very um, pure energy and knowing what they want, knowing what they like, they also kind of like the same things. So my husband has a particular type of t-shirt that he likes. He has like 30 of those white tees. He has a particular type of shoe he likes. He has about five pairs of those shoes. So, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> repetition that Virgo energy prefers, but it's just because they like to organize the chaos, right? They don't like a lot of change. They don't like things to blow up. So this also pertains to how they exchange their energy. So Virgos tend to have relationships with people that they've had for a very long time, and they're good with that. And they don't like to make a lot of new friends. <laughs> or if they do, the energy has to be very pure and very honest and very trustworthy in order to be exchanged. So with this new moon, check in. Check in with your relationships. Check in with your relationship to self and how you're attaching to things in the earthly human experience and how you're attaching to people. And also, what kind of vibe are you in right now? What kind of frequency are you in? Are you more in those earthly human experiences? Are you more in the heart? Are you channeling that energy and making it turn into manifestation of earthly things instead through creative flow. It's a lot of different opportunities with this Virgo energy because we're in a new vibe. We're letting go of summer and we're moving into fall and winter. So this is a time to check in and ask yourself, what do I want to bring into the months ahead? What do I want to have in my energetic bubble in the months ahead? And how do I want to focus my energy in the months ahead? Because remember, everything is an energetic exchange. The things that we consume are an energetic exchange. The things that we look at, our phones, our computers, our TVs, those are an energetic exchange. You know, the people that we have in our life romantically or friendships or family, 
energetic exchanges. So we have to ask ourselves on the on the little, you know, if, if your energy was a pie and there were different pieces of the pie going into all of these attachments and relationships, do you want that same type of energy moving forward? Do you still have room? Do you have a slice of pie directed towards your goals? Do you have energy to work towards the things that you want to change? Do you have the energy to show up to yourself every day and and make those changes? Do you have the energy to work on your dreams and the things that bring you more joy, that bring you more stability, that bring you more balance, your spiritual practices, your rituals? Do you have energy for all of that if you do great? But if not, maybe you need to bake a new pie, (laughs) right? And decide how you cut the slices up. I was going to say something else that I just, I just said in those few sentences. A lot of times when I channel, it's like something comes through and I'm like, ooh, that was good. And then it, it drops away again. Let me take a moment. Let me take a drink. Hi, Drew, by the way. (laughs) I'm going to grab a drink here. If anybody wants to say anything about Virgo, go ahead. Or if you have any questions about Virgo energy, go ahead. I can't remember the thought that was in my mind. It's gone now. It'll come back if it's important. So yeah, check in with yourself. Check in with your attachments and energetic exchanges. Make sure that you've got room to take action on the things you want. Purify the things that are a little toxic right now. Cut the cords where you need to, right? Make the changes. And get ready for what's ahead and what can still unfold in the next five to six months. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I get it now. So you said Drew is a Virgo and you described him perfectly. Yeah. Astrology is real. Always real. <laughs> As I taught the astrology workshop today. And Natalie says, hi, I'm listening while cleaning <laughs> cleaning my kitchen. Major Virgo, as I giggle, major Virgo energy. Yeah, organizing the chaos. So yeah, that's another thing. If you want to clean right now, that's the energy of Virgo coming in. My life has been a chaotic mess this week because I've been preparing for this vendor event I did today. And my house, like my kitchen's a mess. I need to do some laundry. Even my office is a little bit crazy as I look around right now. So, yeah, I'm going into go mode in my free time uh, in the next couple of days when I can. All right, I'm going to clear my throat. <coughs> Before we move on to Vedic astrology, I want to talk about a couple of other things that I've, I've, I've dropped little astrological hints on. So this moon is flanked by Mercury right now in one degree of Libra. So on the cusp of Virgo and Libra. And it's influencing this moon as well. You probably have some throat chakra things coming through. Some things of expression coming through or the need to express. But you might also be expressing in a very fiery way because this moon is squaring off with Mars. So anytime that we have an opposition or a square, there's going to be a little bit of a conflicting energy or an energy that causes a bit of an uprising or, uh, you know, 
uh, I, I have no other word except fiery, fiery feelings or fiery action or fiery energy. So be careful with your words right now. Be careful if people are antagonizing you or prodding and poking you and, and, and trying to get you to fight or um, you know, debate in some way because you might express through your throat chakra in a way that could be a little bit damaging because anytime we have Mars playing in, that's the planet of war. So we might really want to go to battle. So be careful with that. Now, Mars is also the planet of war and taking action. So you might be feeling the need to really take action on expressing yourself or take action on making your dreams come true or take action on your goals or the changes you want to make or the person that you want to become. So it's all about how we utilize this energy influencing us because it's a powerful energy and it causes a bit of tension and a bit of conflict. But again, just like fire, we can take that energy, we can become the alchemist and we can move that energy through in a different way. So be aware of those two cosmic alignments right now because they are playing out. Also, throughout this Virgo season and this lunar cycle, we are going to hit Mercury retrograde. Speaking of Mercury, on September 9th, Mercury will go retrograde, and that's first going to hit in Libra, and then it's going to shift over, but it is going to affect our throat chakras even more. So this Virgo season in particular, you're probably going to have some throat things come out, whether that be physically or energetically. Also, women in particular, pay attention to your thyroids because that resides in the throat. You've got your thymus here in between the throat and the heart, and that has to do with hormonal regulation. So make sure that you're doing things to support your thyroid uh, during this lunar cycle and during this whole season. Again, you know, Virgo energy is about the earthly human experience and also about the body. So I'm curious, Shelby, when you talk about Drew being a Virgo, is he also very much about his body, like picking at every pimple or worried about every, you know, every um, little spot on this, the face or maybe worrying about that little scratch or that lump or that mole or whatever it may be. It's, it's, or, you know, maybe a little hypochondriac, <laughs> maybe not, but just always like there's just like something going on or something that they're tending to in their body. That tends to be a Virgo energy as well. So don't be surprised. Okay, actually, no. Okay, so, so he doesn't do any of that. But that is another energy that Virgo sometimes carries is they sometimes are all about their body in a certain way. Maybe um, they're into yoga and they want to really work on that alignment or that physical structure. Sometimes Virgos um, are chiropractors. They want to work on that alignment of the body, the structure and organization of the body. Yeah, it could be his teenager stage too. It'll be interesting as he gets older, like if he starts to really worry about his, um, his image, his physical image or his physical health. Okay, so let's shift direction now, and please continue to utilize the comments for questions or whatever you want to come through. Um, I want to talk about Vedic astrology because the Eastern perspective of this moon is also interesting. In Hindu perspective or Vedic perspective, this moon is in Magha Nakshatra, M-A-G-H-A, -A, 
And Magha in Sanskrit means magnificent. So this is the magnificent star, and it actually is housed in the lunar mansion, which is in the heart of Leo from the Vedic perspective. Now, on the Vedic side of the world, usually we're one sign behind what we're viewing on the Western side of the world. So previously, we were in Leo season, and in Vedic astrology, the moon is still there in that heart of Leo, the heart of the Leo constellation, kind of in that regulus area. And so we're being influenced with a little bit of that lion energy as well. The bravery, the courage to express ourselves, to be independent and be the alpha lion and rule our lives and not really need any help on the external, to also kind of take care of ourselves, right? And not have so much dependency or attachment on others to uplift us emotionally or support us physically or financially. It's kind of an energy of taking back charge of ourselves, just like it is on the Western side of the world with that Virgo energy. Now, Magha Nakshatra is actually ruled by what we call the Pitris. The Pitris are these ancestral deities in Hindu mythology and a lot of times there are actual ancestors that have become ascended masters or their ancestors that have kind of risen or ascended beyond needing to come back to this earth anymore. You know, this earth school is something that our spirit chooses to come to life after life and learn the lessons, but eventually we evolve to a point where we don't need to and we ascend to some other role, whatever that may be. So these Pitris, these ancestral deities, are these ancestors of earth that have now ascended and become a sort of guardian angel to our planet. And so we have these guardian angels looking over us right now. And it's so interesting because yesterday, sorry, two days ago, I did a Reiki session with somebody and immediately Archangel Raphael came through. And, and afterward, I said, do you have something going on with your eyes? Because Archangel Raphael is the um, Archangel of the eyes, among other things. Um, and she goes, oh my gosh, yes, I just made an appointment for an eye surgery today. And I was like, oh, you're so protected. Like his wings are around you. But that's how I feel right now, just in general with this new moon or this moon in Maganakshatra. You know, we're surrounded and protected right now as we're going on this collective evolutionary change, right? Like there is an evolutionary change happening and we know we're going into winter again. And we know on the collective, we probably all have a little anxiety about that. In fact, I worked with another lady yesterday in a Reiki session who just straight up has anxiety about winter coming because she's had COVID, she's lost loved ones to COVID, and she's a little scared that COVID might rise up again in her life. And with winter coming, of course, we always think about sickness. And with Virgo season, we start to worry about our health and our bodies. We get back into tune with that kind of stuff. We might be a little anxious about that stuff as well. And so, yeah, there is this energy of, you know, thinking about all of that, thinking about winter ahead and thinking about, you know, 
what am I trying to say here? Let me take a pause because I kind of lost my train of thought. We're talking about our ancestors protecting us right now. Yeah, we're going into this protection mode as we go into these darker times, okay? So, you know, moving into this Virgo season, and Virgo is about this, like, independent energy and being more whole and complete as you are and learning to isolate yourself a little bit more, but maybe also trust that as you search to find this wholeness within, this completedness from within, Maybe also trust that you have from within what you need to take care of yourself. And also you have in you this ancestral lineage up to these Petris who are now watching over you as your guardian angels. And I will tell you so many times in energetic sessions with people, I have seen ancestors show up in the form of angelic protection. And when I mention that particular person, that grandma, that grandpa, that mother, you know, whatever it may be, whoever it may be, they always go, oh my gosh, I always feel like they've been a bit of a guardian angel to me. That's an example of one of those Petris bringing in their energy. So we are being surrounded by our ancestors right now. You know, some of our ancestors have gone through dark times. They've gone through hard winters. They've gone through drought and starvation and poverty and sickness. And they have learned how to make it through. Maybe they made it through. Maybe they didn't. But on the other side of it, either way, they learned how to survive. And so we are being guided internally if we would just tap in and tune into it all we are being shown signs we are being guided we are receiving messages we are being shown in our dreams and our meditations and when we channel or journal or anything else in the way that we bring our energy through we are being shown our ways and our medicine and our path and the things that we need to do to ensure that we are okay that we're going to make it, that we're going to survive. And not only are we going to survive, but we're going to thrive. Because that's what Virgo energy is about. It's not only about surviving and being independent, but thriving in that energy. It's being in the essence of who we are and being protected and guided and supported and loved along that journey. So Maga Nakshatra ruled by the Pitris, ruled by this ancestral influence, is asking us to take a look at our lives right now. Here comes that reality check again, just like Virgo, to say, hey, are we living in a sustainable way, both within ourselves and for our bloodline and our lineage and also for the collective? Are we living in an ethical way? You know, are we living in a way that would support our better evolution or our greater evolution? Are we living in a way, are we behaving in a way that will up-level our frequency and keep it vibing high instead of low? There's nothing wrong with feeling low, by the way. We really want to find balance and we want to feel harmonious, equanimity, peaceful, and that's the energy of the heart. But we have to find ways to get into that heart space when we're not there. So, you know, looking back at life lessons of our ancestors, that could be something interesting to do right now. So here on the altar, and Shelby, if you're still here, again, this is why I think it's so funny that you're here tonight. 
because my last moon circle, I had my hair in these braids and um, somebody commented on it. And I said, yeah, I'm just feeling called to really feel my, uh, put my hair in braids right now. And I have this indigenous heritage and my great grandmothers are both indigenous on both sides of my family. And after that moon circle, I dug up this photo of, um, if Shelby's here, our great grandmother, if my cousin's here, but my great grandmother, great, great grandmother. And, uh, because she has, you know, she just looks indigenous in the photo and it brings in this energy. And for some reason I have been working with the energy of my great, great grandparents, my great, great grandfather and my great, great grandmothers. And so I felt the need to bring this in. So this is a picture of my great, great grandmother. She was full blood Indian, full blood native. And then that's my great grandma as a little girl with her. This is on my father's side of the family. So this is my uh, grandpa's grandma on my father's side. And I think that the reason that I've been bringing in these energies of my great-grandmothers lately and also my great-grandfather, I think that I'm breaking a little bit of ancestral stuff, karma, cycle. I'm getting back into the energy of the woo that my great-great-grandmothers and aunts and, you know, great-grandmothers and aunts all had and probably utilized a little bit, but also... Um, contained and held back and I'm kind of like nah, I'm gonna let it out because there's a magic in me and I know it comes from my bloodline and I know I have these gifts from my great-great-grandmothers and and great-great-grandmothers and who knows from my bloodline on both sides and I know that they're for a reason and I want to bring them out and so I'm embracing this energy of some of my bloodline right now during this new moon in Maga Nakshatra, just to fully express myself from my heart, embracing that bravery of Regulus, the Leo lion, and just saying, this is who I am, and this is what I'm about, and this is how I show up to the world, and this is what runs my life, and I'm totally okay if you're not cool with it or if you are. <laughs> so work with your ancestors, you know, and the other thing that I want to bring up, like my husband yesterday with this new moon in Virgo, he sent off some paperwork for his business on time for the first time in like three years. And his father is kind of notorious for not completing paperwork or, you know, handling the business side of things on time. And it really bothers my husband, who is a Virgo, who needs that stuff in a planner and on time and structured and organized. But he's kind of had this pattern or this ancestral behavior that he inherited from his father and he kind of had a like come to Jesus moment with it with this new moon and was like no I'm gonna break that cycle and I'm gonna put this paperwork in on time so this is a really interesting portal to be working with breaking karmic cycles I gotta shift my legs I've been sitting a lot at this vendor event all day gotta shift my legs um so work with your ancestors, look back at the history of your family, and maybe the things that you're not so proud of, okay? 
and maybe ask yourself if you're behaving in a similar way and if you can break the cycle. Really good time to be working with that energy. Also a good time to break just patterns on the collective that no longer serve. So, you know, when you see a behavior on the collective that needs to change, be the change, be the influence, and really make the commitment to do that right now during this moon in Magha Natchatra. Okay, if there are no questions about either of those, we're coming up on our hour. We usually run about an hour and a half with these circles, and I do want to move on to talking about the tarot tonight. But before I do, I remember the thing I was going to say. Yay! It was important. You know, one thing about Virgo energy, let's travel back to the Western side of the world and its perspective on the cosmos. Virgo energy is all about ritual and ceremony and routine. You know, it's not just about the day-to-day and the schedulers and the day planners and whatnot, and, but they're also about tradition. You know, Virgos really like holidays and celebrations of things, especially things like, you know, Christmas or Easter or, you know, whatever it may be, a big holiday. They're really into that. Um, Virgos typically like to celebrate their birthdays. They have a little bit of that lingering Leo, ego-driven solar energy. (laughs) We're still in the season of summer, right? So there's a little bit of that sun-ruled ego energy, like celebrate me, celebrate my birthday, right? But there's also a need for ritual, tradition, ceremony in a lot of ways. So Virgo energy needs ceremony. So a lot of Virgos tend to be in the religious world. They like to go to church a lot or a lot like I just did a birth chart on a Virgo recently who um, grew up in the Catholic Church and is very structured in, you know, the Catholic regimen and likes that and likes that structure of the the Catholic routine and the steps, um, which makes sense because they're Virgo, right? But also um, just spirituality. So anything to do with like maybe showing up to moon circles every full and new moon or high holidays if you're looking at Um, The pagan wheel, the pagan holidays showing up for things like, you know, the pagan holidays or the high holidays. But anything with tradition, ritual, ceremony, maybe it's their own personal ceremony. Virgos need to celebrate things. Virgos need to show up to things. Virgos need to have a way to come back into things. Okay. And that's also why I brought in the guides and guardians of the five directions tonight. Because that's something I typically do with every moon circle. You know, anytime you're doing something new, you kind of want the steps on how to do it. So I'm a yoga teacher. And when I first started practicing yoga, before I became a yoga teacher, I wanted to know the steps. I wanted to know, you know, a list of exactly what I should do in my yoga practice for that half hour or whatever it may be. I wanted the instructions. And I think that when I first got started with moon circles and doing more ceremony with the cosmos, I wanted that as well. I wanted to have kind of a way to do it. So if you tune into my moon circles, there's a pretty particular pattern that I follow. So I always start with some breath, do a little introduction. I kind of ramble for a little bit. We bring in the five elements. We call in the guides and guardians, and then we kind of talk about these other things that we talk about. And then sometimes I release the guides and guardians, and sometimes I forget to do it live. We're going to do it live tonight for the structure and the ritual and the organization to 
you know, open and close the ceremony as a Virgo would want to do. But you need routine if you're a Virgo. Or if you have a heavy influence of Virgo in your chart, you need ceremony, tradition, ritual, routine. Alice says, a lot of this speaks to me today and what I needed to hear. Also, we were talking about ritual this morning and how it is important. New moon in Virgo, right? And I was at Pagan Fest today. <laughs> and it's a ritual every summer. We have this Pagan Fest. And I was talking about astrology. So it's, just, it's funny. And I'm leading a new moon circle right now. And my Venus is in Virgo, as I mentioned. My Venus is my planet of pleasure and feminine energy. And here I am. So... Yeah. All right. So that's what I had to say about Virgo that I didn't want to forget. I want to do a tarot reading. I want to, you know what? Let's just talk about this now before I forget that too, before I squirrel out. <laughs> I mentioned that there will be an opportunity to do a live moon circle with me, like an actual in-person live, not just virtually. That's coming up in October. So the full moon of October, I believe it is October. October 10th or 9th. I should know, but I'd have to look it up right now. I just, it's just, I know that it's going to be on a Sunday with that full moon energy. I'm going to be in Fort Madison and I'm going to be leading a live full moon circle, which I'm super excited about. So if you are local and you want to save the date, that full moon in October, whatever that Sunday is, October 9th or 10th, whatever that is, that evening you can meet up with me in Fort Madison for a live full moon circle. Okay, didn't want to forget about that. The other thing that I don't want to forget about is letting you know to stick around until the end. If you need a little structure, routine, direction on how to take action on your goals or how to eliminate self-sabotaging behaviors or how to shift and transform your energy or how to practice emotional alchemy or how to balance your chakras or how to up-level your frequency. If you are a woman, you'll want to stay tuned until the end of this transmission. I'll tell you a little bit more about how to do all of that. I have a little bit of help and guidance with that as well. So let's move on to the tarot. I want to talk about the tarot pull that I did for this new moon. And I typically do a pull for every new moon and full moon. By the way, you can go to my website, venalinae.com, and you can read about this pull as well. You can also read about the moon. You can also read about Virgo season. I write about astrology, the moon, and my tarot. And all three of those things, a lot of times I write things that are a little bit different than what I say. So you might get something different if you go read what I wrote versus tuning into what I'm saying. But I do these card pulls every new and full moon, and typically I pull a past, present, and future card, and that's exactly what I did this time around. I just want to take a deep breath before I channel here, just to kind of tune back in. Take a moment to thank the energy of the cards for being in our circle tonight. Thank you for this opportunity to receive messages in a different way, this influence of Mercury playing into this lunar circle tonight helping us to receive the messages we need to receive however we need to receive them. Maybe it's through the cards. Maybe it's through me. Maybe it's through somebody in the chat or something else. But we thank the cards and their messages for being here in our circle tonight. So let's start with our past card. Speaking of all of these new beginnings, Ace of Swords. So we have the Ace of Swords 
Anytime we have the ace, we have a new beginning or a new opportunity or a second chance. Anytime we have the sword, we're making changes and we are not looking back. Notice how the sword is pointing up, rising up out of that red square, okay? That red square right there, that's earth root chakra energy. And we talked about how this root chakra energy can be supportive, but also when we're in these lower frequency feelings, it can pull us down. It can block us. It can limit us. So this sword is rising up out of the square saying, hey, cut ties with those relationships, those energetic exchanges, those behaviors, those things that no longer serve, and give yourself the opportunity to turn into somebody new. Give yourself a new chance. Give yourself the opportunity to begin again. Today is day one of a brand new cycle. And this Ace of Swords was pulled as the past card, right? So it's a little bit about this Virgo season that arrived five days ago, saying, hey, it's time to make the changes that we need to make to rise up out of that ground whenever we're pulled down into it over the months of fall and winter. You know, fall, the upcoming season of fall, autumn, is a season of death. It is a season of being pulled into the ground. So we want to have ourselves prepared for what's ahead, having our energy reserved, protected, you know, for whatever we need in challenging times that may arise during those earthly rooting times. Moving on to the present card, I finally pulled a card I've never pulled before for our moon circles, at least not in a long time. I pulled the Fool. And again, this is new beginnings. This is a new journey. You know, the Fool is the very first card in the tarot deck, okay? So you can see that he's so happy. He's trotting along his journey. He's got his little pack over his shoulder. He's super excited. And he's so blissfully ignorant, he's about to walk off a cliff with a dog nipping at his heels. <laughs> right? So we've got to organize the chaos again just a little bit. You know, the fool is saying, hey, express yourself. Live in your joy. Go after the things that make you happy. Root into the things that you want to bring into the winter and fall months that bring you that blissfully ignorant sunshine and rainbows vibe. But have a little bit of a reality check along the way. You know, New Moon and Virgo, Maga Nakshatra, both those things saying, hey, don't make mistakes. By the way, Virgo energy is sometimes called the cosmic perfectionist. So this is saying, hey, don't be a fool. Okay, don't be a fool. Don't make mistakes. Kind of check in. Take, take note of the patterns of your ancestors on the collective and within your own bloodline and make sure that you are solid in what you do and you're really trusting in the path that you're going on. And also let go of your foolish pride along the way. You know, we are moving from that Leo season into Virgo season. So now that we're in Virgo season, we are being asked to let go of a little bit of our pride and not go down a path that we truly don't need to just because we're too prideful to make the change or too prideful to admit that we're wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Virgo energy is not very good at that, but new moon energy 
shines light on the shadows because that's all we can see is the darkness around us. So sometimes those darker sides or shadow sides of Virgo energy show up, okay? So anytime we're in that shadow energy of Virgo, we kind of think we're perfect. And we kind of think that we're right no matter what. And we kind of think that the path we're going on is the path that we should be going on. And we should stick with it because that's the path that we're going on. We should wear that same shirt forever and wear those same shoes forever. Well, what happens when they don't make the shirt and the shoes anymore? Not going to be good, right? <laughs> so be a little imperfectly perfect. Be a little imperfect. Be a little messy. But organize your chaos along the way. Take your steps one at a time and pay attention to your surroundings as you go on the journey. Finally, we have our future card, the Knight of Wands. So anytime we have wands, we are exploring our ability to embrace magic. I mentioned that these months ahead are about embracing emotional alchemy and working with our earthly elements to find magic, to find energy. You know, the energy of our breath even can have such a power, right, with our words and the way we express ourselves. So this wand energy is coming into play in the future to say, hey, you have the ability to cultivate your own light. Notice how he's surrounded in light when the card uh, shows up here. Anytime we pull knights, we're going to battle. There's going to be some challenges. There might be a war. There might be some conflict. Usually figuratively speaking, right? But we know that there are challenging times ahead. We know that our health will be challenged with colder times ahead. And we have to, again find our way to embrace our magic and embrace our medicine and find ways to self-heal maybe. You know, a lot of our sicknesses are nervous system related. So if you can handle your stress and your nervous system, you can handle your health a lot of times. But also, you know, we might have challenges or people that are bucking our path, that we're riding our little horse on. You know, we're still trotting down the path here on the horse. We've now, you know, moved from walking to being on the horse in the future, but we still might have somebody not really understand our path that we're going on, and that's okay, right? We have the ability to decide how we exchange that energy, and that's the wands as well. It's all about energy and how we're cultivating it, manipulating it, exchanging it, and moving it through. So the Knight of Wands says, hey, prepare Gather your energy, get yourself ready. There's going to be some times ahead where you'll be a little challenged. But if you continue to move through your heart, look at that green he's wearing, his green armor. If you continue to move through your heart and breathe through your heart and act from your heart, then you will always be abundant. You will always find joy. You will always find victory despite everything around you. That's the message I have for you tonight, Moon Brothers and Moon Sisters. We aren't doing any other additional practices. We're simply welcoming and dismissing the guides and guardians of the five directions tonight and holding our moon circle, which is such a Virgo energy to do. We purified our spaces as well with all of that smudging smoke. And brought in a lot of rose energy. And you know, rose energy 
I'll go a little bit farther. I've got a little bit more for you tonight, just for a moment. You know, the rose energy is the essence of purity. It's this highest frequency plant or produces the highest frequency oil. But rose is also known for representing the rose lineage of Isis, Mother Mary, and Mary Magdalene. By the way, my tattoo here, if you didn't know this, this is the symbol of Mother or sorry, the symbol of Mary Magdalene. It's this cross heart anchor situation. And, you know, bringing in the energy of those um, archetypes as well can be useful during this moon. So if you want to work with Mother Mary and Jesus as well, because Jesus is that purity, that pure source consciousness, pure essence as well, holy virgin essence as well, right? Whether um, you believe that he was an actual virgin, right? I, I, in my own personal beliefs, I, I do believe that him and Mary Magdalene were um, consorts with each other and they had a pure holy love between them, but I do believe that they had a uh, sexual connection as well. They weren't virgins. But you can bring that energy in or the energy of Isis wrapping those rainbow iridescent wings around us like these pitries and these guardian angels and these archangels. You can work with all of those energies right now. But bringing in this holy energy, whether you believe in holiness on a religious level or not really doesn't matter. It's all about just that purity, that wholeness, that, that essence of completedness and how you can approach that right now. So let that be your influence during this new moon, during this lunar portal and during this whole Virgo cycle, you know, through September 22nd and really until the next new moon. So for the next 29 and a half days. All right, loves, if you have anything else, please put it in the comments now. Any questions, any of that jazz. Real quickly, before we dismiss our guides and guardians of the five directions, I want to bring up that step-by-step -step guidance that I mentioned earlier as my throat chakra brings up a little something there. <laughs> um, if you are not on my email list or if you have not caught the announcement, I have enrollment open for my signature manifestation program, Conscious Creatress. So this is my 16-week online program that I designed exclusively for women. We take everything from a feminine approach. You know, this is the perfect time to talk about it, this Virgo energy. But we do everything from a female approach, from a feminine approach. And you learn how to harness the energy of the moon, other things with the metaphysical. You learn how to have different rituals and routines. You learn how to balance your four uh, first four chakras, your four energy centers of manifestation. You learn how to work out of your heart chakra and your heart-centered energy. You also learn how to do ancestral healing. You do shadow work. You heal mother wounds, father wounds, sibling wounds, witch wounds. We approach all of this stuff in the 16-week program. Enrollment is open throughout the entire of Virgo season, but early bird pricing is good throughout this new moon portal. So on the 31st at midnight, this early bird pricing will expire with the program, but 
after that, enrollment will stay open until the 22nd of September. So if you are interested in learning more about that program, you can click the link in my Instagram bio if you're on here live, or you can go to venalenae.com slash CC, as in Conscious Creatress, the letters CC. You can read more about it, or you can send me a message, and I'm happy to share information with you there. I have several different payment plan options. You've got a six-month payment plan, a 12-month payment plan if you need it, and then also if you pay in total up front, you get a chance to save a little bit. I have two different types of enrollment. You have an enrollment where you just have access to the online program. You check in with your little information from me every single day. I'll have like a video or some sort of homework or something to read, some sort of exercise to carry out. And you do that every day for the 16 weeks. You also have um, membership into my sisterhood of conscious creation. That is my online community of all the women who are currently working the program or have worked the program before. You can kind of check in with them or you can check in with me for guidance. You get all that with your enrollment. You also get a mini birth chart. So you get your sun, moon, and rising uh, and your missing element in your birth chart with that enrollment. Or if you want to go premium, premium enrollment gives you the opportunity to have a full birth chart made up by me, um, a, like a 15, 16 page birth chart reading. You also get eight, um, <clears throat> excuse me, eight free private sessions with me. So each of the four months of the program, you check in with me two times during each lunar cycle. And I just kind of help to keep you on track, like answer any questions, provide you additional guidance. We do card readings. If you want some cards pulled during that time, I do a card reading um, and give you the opportunity just to have some time to kind of check back in. And all of those options, um, the premium enrollment and the regular enrollment, they both have the payment plan options. So yeah, feel free to go check all of that out. I only have six spots available for premium enrollment. I really like to spend time with my premium uh, sisters one-on-one. -on -one. So if you want one of those spots, make sure you snag it sooner than later, especially because we have that early bird pricing. It makes it a little bit cheaper as well. But yeah, if you're interested in checking out that program, venalinae.com slash cc. This is my, um, I guess I've been doing the program for a little over two years. So I'm super excited to go through this launch. Uh, during this time and help people kind of start working on their dreams and their intentions now and see what they create by the end of the year or the first of 2023. It's going to be really exciting. So that's my little spiel on that. I don't see any more comments or questions coming through. So with that, we will release the guides and guardians of the five directions and we will officially close and seal our circle. So I'm going to bring back in my little miniature double terminated rose quartz wand here. Speaking of wands with those knights of wands, I'm going to bring this up now in a counterclockwise direction. So now we're releasing the energy and I'll drop back into that prayer. If you want to tune in with me, I want to start by releasing the guides and guardians of the ether and the fifth element, thanking them for being in our circle tonight especially those Petries, those guardian angels, but any other source consciousness, ascended masters, this energy of Isis, Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, Jesus, bringing it all into our circle tonight. We thank you so much for being here, helping to guide us 
and direct us on our evolutionary journey. And with that, we also thank our ancestors and the other guides and guardians of the north with their element of earth also guiding us on our journey, helping us to shift our karma, helping us to learn our lessons and not repeat the past that doesn't serve. Moving forward towards the future with excitement, with grace, with ease, with more peace and wellness and love and harmony and support for all. We thank the guides and guardians of the North for being here with their elements as well. The five elements we work with to find our own magic and alchemy. We thank you and we thank it all for being in our circle tonight. We also release the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water, bringing in that permission to feel Permission to move energy through as emotion. Permission to get creative, finding more creative flow. And also thinking about water and the concept of time, really trusting in the divine timing of things, the divine intervention of things. Trusting in times of sacred pause, like these times when we turn within for our lunar rituals. Just thinking that Ability to be okay with being in the now, just as we are in that Virgo pure essence as well. We thank the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water for being in our circle tonight. We also thank the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire, transformative energy influencing us with Mars squaring off with this moon, helping us to make change, to take action and to initiate ourselves into becoming somebody new and maybe also initiating ourselves into our own frequency of holiness. Knowing that, you know, being holy, transforming our energy into holy energy is beyond being sexually chaste. It is an energy of how we exchange with ourselves in the world. And so we thank the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire for helping us to initiate that change and transform in the way we need to in our circle tonight. And finally, we thank the guides and guardians of the East, their element of air, as that noise goes by again to confirm it, air related to sound and music and vibration and words. And we also know that this air is being heavily influenced right now as the air element comes in with the oncoming season of fall, as the air element influences us now with Mercury being exalted with Virgo. We thank the guides and guardians for helping us to move our air in a way that serves. And we thank them for being in our circle tonight. And so it is with that, our circle is sealed and closed and complete. And I thank you so much for being here tonight. My nose is itchy. I do apologize if you tried to tune in on Facebook and it didn't work out. Not sure what's going on there, but I'm not going to worry about it because Mercury rules tech. Mercury's playing with this moon. 
and I'm not techie. <laughs> and if you didn't know this now, speaking of Virgo Independent Energy, I'm a one-woman show as of this transmission. So I set up my tech, I do my circles, I do it all. I'm here at home in my home office. Those newsletters, all that writing that you get, all the stuff on my website, it's all me. Graphic design, that online program I made, it's all me. <laughs> so I don't have the tech help when it goes wrong. So I just have to let it go and be okay with it. Just be like, that transmission's going to get out there. So, yeah, we'll have the replay on YouTube, Mother Moon Yoga. So all of my stuff's on Mother Moon Yoga on YouTube now. The replay will also be available on my website tomorrow. And all of the written stuff on my website, venalene.com, or you can follow me on social media as well. And you can always message me with your questions. That's all I got for you. Thank you. Thank you, Alice. Thank you, everyone who was here tonight. Thank you for everyone who tunes into the replay in the future. Hug, Shelby. Miss you. Love you. Thanks for everybody else that was on here tonight. Feel free to share this, by the way. If you think this information would be valuable to somebody else, share it out. When I get the replays going tomorrow, share it out or share this video right now. If it's on Instagram, you can share it and people can go ahead and tune into the replay. So, yeah, share those transmissions with people who you think could use it, please and thank you. I'm sure we all have some message in there that we could receive, right? <laughs> so our next moon circle will be on September 10th. We'll be meeting up for the full moon in Pisces. That is again on a Saturday. So Saturday, September 10th at 8 p.m. Central Time. Fingers crossed, we'll transmit on both Instagram and Facebook. If you want to tune back in, and continue to have this ritual during the Virgo solar season and Virgo lunar cycle. We'll see you for that full moon on September 10th. So until I see you or speak with you or meet with you again, may we all be happy, living in our joy, living in the truth of who we are, feeling complete. May we all be healthy and well, may we all find the medicine we need to find our health again when we need it. May we all feel safe and peaceful, letting go of conflict, creating more equilibrium out of our hearts. And speaking of the hearts, may we all, of course, feel loved, be loved, love one another. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Blessed be, moon sisters, moon brothers. Namaste.